Tonight, of course, is a fresh live show and the start of a new series. It is the start of a new series. And, of course, we never know how many shows these series will contain. We do not. You know, we just finished uh, coping with the COVID calamity, uh, which ended up being like 11, 12 weeks. And I was just going back in my notes to see when we started it. We started it the third week of March. Wow. So, I mean, it went on for a long time. Why would we be able to have that much subject matter out of the co- coronavirus, Dr. Angel? Wow, there was a lot. There was a lot going on. There were changes rapidly. Our whole way of living changed. A lot of fear came up. Absolutely. Um, And and those changes are still, we're still dealing with those changes. Just because we moved our series on doesn't mean people aren't still living in some of that COVID stuff happening. Absolutely. And we haven't moved it far because the new series is coping with change. (laughs) It is. It is. So the the goal always on Go Yard, though, is to stay relevant. Do you want to speak to that? Sure. You know, we really... Staying relevant means meeting people where they are today, what's going on today. And, you know, there's a lot of things we are all facing today. And there's a lot of changes happening. There's a lot of fear happening. There's a lot of mental health struggles going on because of all of this. I mean, I have seen so many, um, you know, we all had a lot of hope and vision coming into 2020. Oh, my heavens, yes. You know, coming into a new decade and like change and good things and like, you know, and then we came into this year and it has really thrown some massive curveballs. Totally. And that's what we talk about on Go Yard, uh, because Go Yard means hitting a home run in life. So our goal here every single week is to try to provide insight and some education Mm -hmm. and some helpful suggestions to our listeners so that they can cope better with what's going on around them. Absolutely. That's what we're here to do. Yes. And you are Dr. Angel Falzoni, licensed mental health counselor and... um, PhD and you opened your own practice a year ago and now you have little outfits that have your name on and, it. and logo oh and my I am heavens. so happy yes. to have my new outfits yes 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 uh, your scrubs but you are very very busy book solid all the time but there's always room yes. to put, put move patients around so how do they contact you if they'd like a sure a well in the practice expanding we just we're taking yes. on an intern counselor so yes. that is, so we do have room for people um, and to contact us, they can reach us at 727-501-6557, or they can go to the website at drangelsdevelopment.com. All right. And why would they do that? Why would they do that? Well, um, coping with all this change, coping <laughs> with, it's a lot, you know, and anxiety and overwhelm and stress, and maybe it's the relationships, maybe it's, you know, financial like a lot of stress is coming on and just get some great tools to help you stay mentally strong and that's what we try to do here on go yard every single week but why would somebody need a private session what does that help sure a private session gives you individualized specific yes help for what you're what you're going through right and also like we work to identify your strengths help you build on your strengths to create a plan to help you get through to your goals and everyone has different goals right absolutely different strengths and different weaknesses and so it's very personalized and individualized and as far as payment you're on sliding scale correct i am and we do take a sliding scale we take all credit cards and we take um fsa and hsa cards yes Mm -hmm. so uh so they should give you a call you're right here in clearwater and 2058 weaver park drive i am there that is where you are in person and we do have telehealth 
telehealth available as well. Explain to some of our listeners what telehealth might be. So telehealth is a um, HIPAA compliant video platform. So um, where we do our sessions, you can be in your home, your office. I had someone on the beach doing a telehealth session. I was super jealous of that one. Um, yes. But you can you don't have to well, make that trip in. But the cool thing about that is, and I know you do have patients that are not local, that right. are not in the same state. So well, they have to be in the same state. Oh, they do. Okay. But um, they can be anywhere in the state. Yes. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So that's how you reach Dr. Angel. 727-501-6557. Let's talk about coping with change and what sure. kinds of things are going on right now. Even though we've kind of sh- sh- are sh- bleh, we are shifting <laughs> gears. That's that's easy for me to say, right? We are shifting gears away from coronavirus. It still is here. It is still a problem. It still is. Um, and will continue to be, from all likelihood, for quite a while until there's vaccine, medications, etc. Sure. And, you know, everywhere you go, you still see the signs and hear the social distancing. Um, right. Amusement parks are still, I mean, Disney's still not even open. And see, that's terrible for you and your family. I No, 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 no. I'm okay with this. But I know <laughs> some of them are starting to open. You know, it's... You know, so the way of live, our way of life has changed. Like, going to a restaurant now is oh. so frustrating. It is frustrating. Why is it frustrating? Oh, wow. So we had a family birthday for my middle son. And so very, you can't make a reservations. They aren't no, taking call ahead. I have ahead. not found anybody that will take reservations or call ahead. So that's frustrating. Right. Um, there's very limited seating inside. Uh, you can't wait inside a restaurant. So we had to <laughs> wait for over an hour and a half to get a table. And then service is slow. Wow. So the meal was about another hour and 45 minutes. Wow. And you couldn't get salt and pepper. It became a three-hour ordeal? Yeah, it was. salt and pepper and couldn't get salt and pepper. You know, drink refills didn't happen. Like, it was just frustrating. Right. Yeah. There's so many changes that have gone on in the restaurant industry, of course, and so many people out of work, which is so Yes. So for our listeners out there, that that's where your job was that and which was in Florida, in this part of Florida, especially a very thriving business here with restaurants, beach restaurants and tourism, tourism makes a big part. And tourism has hurt been hurt. Drastically. Drastically. Right. Drastically. And, and so just the things that were no big deal a few months ago, like making a family dinner and taking a kid out for their birthday. Now it's like, do we even want to go through the trouble of going right. to a restaurant or, you know, planning an activity? Because, you know, you get somewhere, it could be full. Like even to go to an amusement park that is open, you have to make a reservation for the day you are going. Wow. Like, so they're only letting so many people into the amusement parks. Right. And you so when you buy that ticket, it has to be for that specific day you plan on going or wow. you have to have a reservation if you have a pass. Like there's no more like, hey, you know, we're having a day. Let's go, you know, have dinner at, you know, Bush Gardens tonight and go ride some rides. Like so we yes. it's changed a lot. It has. Our lives have changed. Our expectations for what Fun, amusement, enjoyment, eating out, things like that have changed drastically. Sure. And so, yes, we're still coping with that. Right. And then there's still the fear and there's still, um, you know, individuals that are in living facilities are still that separateness, you know, in isolation. Absolutely. Yes. In fact, I was just talking to a woman who provides uh, companion care and she's like, my business has boomed because so many people are now trying to keep their loved ones at home longer because of the, you know, and by the way, I would say that's a good idea. Sure. Of course. Sure. Additional know, risks, can. not being able to right. see your loved ones. So right. um, absolutely. So there, the changes are magnifying, and they are not just with this coronavirus. Now we've had all of this uh, employment issues. Yes. So we've really got a triple whammy going on right now, don't you think? I mean, with Oh, there's the, probably more than a triple whammy. I mean, there is well, so much compounding everything. The yes. health, the, the finances, and now all the social stuff going on around, sure. the, around the globe, really, but especially in the United States, right? So the, all of this has compounded to cause so much uncertainty. It really has. You're right. I mean, I don't think I, I mean, most everyone you talk to knows is either personally affected or has a close loved one personally affected by the loss of employment or the change of employment. Right. You know, and so people who were like super close to retirement now 
lost, they don't have employment, but they don't qualify yet for retirement. And so they're like, what are, what are we going to do? Like they're, you know, they're not sure. And I really think it's a bigger problem than even we see yet. Mm-hmm. It will become even bigger if, if people are not getting back to jobs, which 45 million people <laughs> applying for unemployment is a huge. It's huge. It's huge. It is just never seen anything like it in our lifetimes. Right. And we're talking about, you know, all employment in all walks, all gamuts of industry here, you know, so we have, you know, from entry level all the way through, you know, executive employment with, you know, people who've placed their life in a career now found themselves. Oh, yeah. And and with that, and I want to go back to the the word of unpredictability, okay, uncertainty, that whole thing. I mean, it started with back in February or whenever it really began around here, the coronavirus situation. And but at that point, if you remember, it seems like years ago, frankly, it really to me. does Doesn't feel like you? years ago. I, I'm not the only one. OK, back then, it seemed like they were talking a couple weeks. Everything was going to be shut down for two weeks. Yes. And I remember one day hearing on the news, well, it could extend to May, maybe even, you know, and this was like February. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, how could that be? You know, that right. thought goes through your mind. And then now you're wondering, when is it ever going to be back to normal? Correct. Correct. You're right. I mean, I mean, it snuck up on us. It snapped. Like, because I remember I was heading on that cruise in early February, and you're like, text me, are you sure you want to go? And at that time, I did not want you to go because I was beginning to hear all these things about cruise ships and. Right. And I'm thinking, oh, that's far away. That's that's not here. And then, wow, like come back and it was like it just rolled like a snowball coming off a mountain. And I think that whole trajectory, I got to speak clearly. I know I'm tongue tied today. (laughs) I don't know why it's the weather here. Uh, But it just seemed to push us into. A state of constant change all the time. Every the single time. Day, every day, the news was a little different. Uh, this this state was closing down this much, or this one was doing that, or there weren't enough masks, there weren't enough PPE, all at all. Or toilet all. paper, or food, right. or whatever. Absolutely. Still, when you go to the grocery, there's no toilet paper. I know. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Not- I mean, but, but I mean, seriously, this has been daily changes since Late January, early February, we began to hear mm-hmm. that this was coming, mm-hmm. and um, and really we weren't prepared. N- who could be? Who could be? Who could be prepared for that? Like there, I don't psychologically think is what I'm talking about. I'm anyway, not talking about government. I'm no, talking but, about people. Yeah, well, I know us. what you're talking about. Us, but who still could been prepared for that? Like wh- even we had never seen anything like this right. before. Right. We had no nothing to Something lay this shutting against. down a town, shutting down a restaurants. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, it sounds like a work of fiction, like something you would read in, you know, yeah, in, in a dramatic in a TV series, right. but exactly. not something that we would actually live through and then live through for this period of time. Do you remember? And tonight, I guess we're talking about being traumatized by change and coping with this, because to me, this has been a one huge trauma. It has absolutely right? been one huge trauma. I mean, I don't know how you define the word trauma. Maybe you know. Oh, there's a lot of definitions, but this is a trauma. Trauma is any event that is overwhelming our ability to cope. Okay. And that's and, what this is and doing. And kind of comes out of left field, perhaps. Oh, uh, can, we have always. a lack of control on right. this trauma. Yeah, contr- right. trauma always has a powerlessness to it. And there's a lot of things we, we cannot control. Uh, let's use the metaphor of a car accident. Mm-hmm. You're, you're headed to an appointment. You're headed somewhere. You're wherever you might be. And on the way, you have a terrible car accident. And you're traumatized by the fact that you were thinking you were just going to your appointment or yes. whatever. I have no clue that now your car is totaled. You're in the hospital. I mean, it's just bam, bam, it happened. Right. Okay. And I, I've talked to people that have had things like that happen to them. Serious traffic mm-hmm. accidents they didn't expect. And they said they can wake up in the night and hear the sound of the oh, crash. Yes. Right? Yes. Over and over. I've had a couple wrecks in my life, and I can remember hearing the sound of that the crash. crunch still, just doesn't right? leave you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so this whole thing with coronavirus, then the economy falling out mm-hmm. as a result of it, and now all the social issues, um, it, it is like one big, huge trauma that we are we have not woken up from. Oh, no, we're still, we're still in, in the trauma. And so, like, 
typically with traumas, like it's they're these events, then they're typically relatively short periods of time. If like a car accident, that event that caused it was, you know, that single car accident. Sometimes it can be a little longer, but this is we're talking months and months and months. Like our bodies have no. It's so overtaxing to our our brain, our mental, our physical health. Like our bodies have, we're oh, struggling to cope with well, it. Well, totally. And I've seen so many things on Facebook where people have little cartoons or whatever. I I looked like this when I started coronavirus. <laughs> now I look like that. Uh, why why the gaining of the weight, for instance? Why why is that happening to so many people? So who have been many housed? people, right? So, so a many few people reasons. are complaining about it. I'm one, but we we've all complained <laughs> that we're you know it's like we don't want to be you know gaining weight, but but we are right. So there's a few reasons that we're gaining weight. One, we have this huge trauma this collective trauma that's continuing to keep happening and when we have chronic stress it's releasing stress hormones so you know cortisol so that tells our body to like store that fat so cortisol too much cortisol for too long will hurt our weight that's where stress hurts our weight uh plus sometimes people uh comfort eat because when they're stressed like that's something we can control it makes us feel better for a moment or maybe we're having to eat foods we don't normally eat because what we're used to isn't available anymore (laughs) exactly yeah or maybe we're working really long hours and now we're forced to eat a lot more fast food and so there's a lot of things that contribute to the weight gain well we haven't been able to go to our restaurants those of us who like to eat out (laughs) and you know and i really really miss grilled cheese sandwich (laughs) i I know Uh, well i know absolutely and and just the uncertainty of if you were able to go should you go exactly so that is a huge question I think a lot of people face. Do I really want to walk in that restaurant? As much as I love baseball games, I don't really want to go sit no. in the stadium beside yes. a bunch of people that I don't know. I agree. Even if we all have masks on, because you know there's going to be some that don't. It's sure, and you, and you you don't know where they've been and what they were exposed exactly. to. And then you know, and so like everything is you know people are getting really creative which you know it's been kind of cool like there was a con a drive-in concert in nashville one of the uh really yes michael w smith held a drive-in concert last weekend oh that's cool where everyone yeah. stayed in their cars and they put a big stage out and so people are trying to find different ways to right. still have that entertainment is a stress reliever for us and it so is it is we well, lost so sports we lost sports. sports i know i mean that is so huge to I think people's stress relief, it is for me. Yes. I mean, and you're that way too. There's nothing more relaxing to me to turn on a baseball game and fall asleep with it. You know, at some point, wake up and finish watching the game. Sure. You know, take a nap. They are. Yeah. Sports is definitely <laughs> one of those great stress relievers. And, you know, it's another thing. And it's also one of those things that kind of binds us together as a community. Sure. So no matter like what's going on, like sports are a great way for us to kind of unite Right. And so we've missed that. So a lot of things that have been our support to help us cope with stress. Oh, yeah. They're gone or changed. Right. And for a lot of people, uh, the churches that they've gone to, in our situation, we were able to keep 10 there for several weeks and with Zoom and all that, Facebook. Sure. It's caused, yeah. And church is another great place to support. That's right. And so there's so many people that have felt like, their the support has been knocked out from under them don't you think ripped out ripped Ripped out out. and now even as we're coming back and and church gatherings are happening again there's still like no handshaking no hugging and those are support things right i know people i know family members that still have not allowed the grandparents of their kids to see their kids in person wow go through a window or uh you know on Skype or whatever, mm-hmm. but not in person. That they, and this has been going on now, as we said, since early February. So, if you think about that, that's a long time for people that have been no, used to seeing certain people and have those people as support in their life. Absolutely, and you know, and, and as as things are opening up, that causes a lot more uncertainty and a lot more anxiety. I've I've heard from several parents who are feeling really anxious about. Should they let their kid go to summer camp? Right. Like, I have to go to work. I have a job. I'm blessed to have a job. I have to go to work. My kids are too young to stay home. But wait, I don't feel safe. Yeah, exactly. And and the kids are like, I want to see my friends. I want to see my friends. They want to go. They're needing that connection. Right. And so it's really been rough. 
We're going to address this further as we continue into the second half of the show. Anybody wanting to call in with questions or comments or or want some insight into something they're going through here from Dr. Angel, feel free to do that. 727-441-3000 because we want to be able to help you and address your issues. We're going to talk. I think we need to start with the frustration, anger, and really begin to talk about that in this next few, few minutes of the show today. This new series, Coping with change as far as the series we just finished some of you would like to hear those shows again you can do that right here on tantalknetwork.com go to podcasts go to the name of the show go yard and there's several of them there a lot of them there some of them have made their way to youtube uh some of them have not we have had uh internet connections problems sometimes and uh some of them are on facebook in this series and some are not but we have gotten hundreds of people that are are mm-hmm. watching these series that we're doing right now on uh, our show Go Yard. So that's all good. So we want uh, YouTube.com uh, slash, are we still uh, internet up? YouTube.com slash Tantalk Radio slash live right now if you want to go to YouTube and continue with us there. Otherwise, you can stay right where you are with us. And we're glad you're joining us tonight. And this is Go Yard, and we'll be right back. Great song coming up. Make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. As I turned up the collarbone, my favorite winter coat. This wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids from the street. Not enough to eat Who am I to be blind Pretending not to see them eat I saw us disregard A broken bottle top And a one-man soul They follow each other on the Dr. Angel Falzoni specializes in a variety of therapeutic areas including trauma, depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, stress management, self-esteem, interpersonal relationships, ADHD, behavioral addictions, as well as spirituality issues. A Florida native, she holds multiple degrees including a bachelor's in education and philosophy, a master's of arts in professional counseling and marriage and family therapy, and a PhD in psychology. Dr. Angel is also a Florida licensed mental health counselor. She has worked with youth and adolescents for 14 plus years and has worked extensively in women's mental health for the past six years. She has worked in agencies providing mental health services to family and youth at high risk. Dr. Angel is an accomplished psychotherapist who works with children, teens, adults, couples, and families. Dr. Angel has advanced training and experience in working with LGBTQ-specific individuals and issues. Dr. Angel can help you. Just call for an appointment at 727-501-6557 or online at drangelsdevelopment.com. Dr. Angel Falzoni, support for individuals, couples, and families. 727-501-6557. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network.
like hearing that old song again. I love it, too. Yeah. How does that apply to what we're talking about tonight, Dr. Angel on Go Yard? Well, you know, it, it applies in a lot of ways. But one of the big things is, like, when all this is going on around us and a lot, we have no power, we have no control over what's going on around us, we do have control over ourselves, our lives, how we respond, how we cope with it how you know what we're doing and the tools we're using that's where our power lies it exactly right and so often people are expressing that frustration on the road in traffic uh yes. sometimes things like that or maybe um in the in the relationships with people they care about the most they may be snappy they may be uh frustrated they may be angry they may take it out on others because Basically, the security, the, the things that we came to know that this is happens on at this time and this season of the year and the beaches, and that was very frustrating for all of us down here, yes. uh, and, and softball, baseball, I mean, and all of that, all of these things have mounted up within us. Sure. This has been going on several weeks now. Right. And months so- now. It's been going on a long time. And you're right. You know, I've heard that phrase that you just said many times just this week in the counseling room. Which is, phrase? I keep taking my anger out on those people I love the most. Yes. And it's, I feel guilty for doing right. that. Yes. Because we are angry that this has happened to this nation and the globe. Yes. I mean, there's hardly a country. There are a few that haven't been affected by the pandemic, but most have. Yes. And so there's tons and tons of people that have lost loved ones. And I don't know about you, but when I saw some of those reports of people that could not even be with their loved ones, couldn't be in the hospital when they were having a baby, or they couldn't be there when their loved one was dying. And some of them told their loved one goodbye on Zoom or or Facebook, I mean, or whatever. I mean, you talk about very, very scary for people who weren't going through that but heard about that and thought what if that's going to happen to me right because i think that's what was happening here and has been still is happening what if this still gets me or somebody i love you know exactly and then the people who are losing the loved ones are having to deal with this like you know i i have um one of my friends who was hospitalized not for anything covid but no one could come visit him and he was there for over a week and like the fear you know it's scary to go to the hospital period and like not having people your support to be able to come like that's lonely it's isolating you're very afraid you don't know what's going on you don't know what diagnosis you're going to get sometimes and then the loved ones feeling that powerlessness like they just want to see their loved one make sure that they're okay and so that's a trauma in itself Within all this trauma Within that's the going trauma. on. And then as this began to get so much worse in, say, April, late March, suddenly the bottom was falling out economically for people. Yes. Because they can't go to work, so many. Yes. And they have no money coming in. Yeah, and, and exactly. And, you know, one stimulus check is just a drop in a bucket for people. And yes, there have been some credit card companies that are working with people, et cetera. But for the most part, 45 million people out of work is humongous for this nation. It sure is. And, you know, and there's more expenses. I mean, you still have to have food. You still have to, you know, pay those things to stay alive, you know, electricity and those right. those n- essential things. Are, and if you don't have income and for, you know, then we can throw on we've lost health insurance if we've lost income. And a lot of times people have lost their job and now they do not have insurance. And like that leads to a whole nother level of fear of, OK, so now if this does happen to me, I don't even have medical insurance. So does the fear of all this can be, this could happen to me, this is happening to me, this is happening to people I know and I love, It can this easily turn into anger? That's what I'm going to ask you. It absolutely is turning into frustration and anger. And the situation itself is causing the anger, the, you know, all the things that are happening because of the situation. And then, you know, the social injustice that is going on is right. compacting that anger. And as I've watched the protests and watch all this in the last couple of weeks, I have had I've, the thought has come to me many times. Had it been in a different situation without coronavirus, without people losing jobs, maybe the anger that we've seen in some of the violence would not be 
the extent that it is. Maybe it would be. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But, I mean, peaceful protest, that's our First Amendment. So we have Absolutely. the right to do that, right? But I'm talking about the violence, the looting. And I know the, exactly what the, you're saying, the, yes. Uh, that ha- how that has changed. And some of it, I'm sure, is caused by people who want to harm people and are doing this to steal and rob and all of that. But the bottom line of all this is the anger, the frustration that is mounting in people as each layer. It's kind of like a layer to me. I mean, you got the layer of the disease and the uncertainty of whether or not somebody else is going to get it in your family or you're going to get it or whatever. Then the uncertainty economically and now all this social stuff. Sure. And, and you know, that social and the social injustice is real. And you know what I've noticed is. You know, this is not our first rodeo with social injustice in our country. But this time, like, more people are protesting than I've ever seen before for something in our life, you know, currently with social injustice. I I mean, yes, it's and and it's taken on. It's not just black people, you know, African-American people in the streets. These are the streets are made up of every everyone and different nationalities and different colors of skin. And and I mean, it's not. It's not just stuck on one race. And, and I feel like it, it, I think part of it is I, this we can do. Like, it's part of that control. Like, I can do this I can do action. This. I can't do anything to control this disease or this, but I can stand up for the social injustice and I can right. be a voice and I can be heard. And, you know, so I, a lot of people are getting behind it because I think it's something they feel like they have an action that they can do and it gives them that feeling of power. I was watching uh, the news yesterday for just a short time, and I happened to be to catch it right when a young lady, her name was Zoe something, uh, and she probably was late teens, and she was be- and a beautiful African American girl. She was with a, a another girl that was white, whatever that means, but you know that mm-hmm. being. And they were there, and they were being interviewed. And when they were being asked, when this Zoe was being asked, what is it that bothers you the most right now about this? And she said, I don't feel safe. And that word just went all through me. She's not a young black man, which a lot of that, that's been the issue with a lot of young black men and police issues. We know Mm -hmm. that. But this is a young, beautiful woman who has the future ahead of her you know and very articulate and as she said i don't feel safe she broke down crying the emotions were right there on the surface and the fact that she was struggling with this lack of safety in her life and that's why she was out there on the street so let's take this back to the question you asked me at the top of the show about you remember that just the trauma (laughs) Okay. And so when you said define trauma, and I right. said power, help, powerlessness is always part of. Yes. So trauma is an, an event that threatens our safety. And so first we started with all the corona that has threatened our safety financially, yes. um, you know, our physical health, our families, like in so many ways, our way of life, like it's threatened the safety here in so many domains. And now we have this social injustice is another threat to safety and so we we crave safety we we need safety like that's what that's our foundation that's our security so that goes right along with predictability that we need right and and like we know what's going to happen next week right we're going to be you know you know, and I, but I've we heard, don't now. We we do not. You know, and I've right. heard someone say, you know, I don't even care if it's bad news. I just need to know what's next. But so I can prepare is, myself. This year will go down in history as the year that we did not know what was coming next. Absolutely. And we were blindsided in so many ways. And continue to be blindsided over and over. You know, I saw on Facebook somebody posted one of those little memes that said 2020 written by Stephen King and directed by Quentin Tarantino, meaning yeah. that it's just been right. a horrible, horrible nightmare. Right. And you're right. And now we have, now we're in hurricane season on top of all of that. And, and we've there's already storms here in and, Florida have gotten tropical storm coming through now. And yeah. So. And so it's just like this out of control threaten that's threatening our safety here again like safety is being threatened through social injustice through pandemic through economic decline through natural disaster like right. 
that's a lot of threat to our safety in that short period so of time. So what does feeling unsafe and uncertain about tomorrow, what does that do to the human psyche? Oh, wow. Well, you're the, the expert in the doctor. I here. am the expert. I am the doctor. And it, it, it overtaxes our human psyche. Like, Okay. It, it floods us with all these That's, hormones and chemicals. Yes. and We feel overwhelmed, don't we? Right. How do we cope? And that is interesting. So how, do, how does overwhelmed feel, doctor? Well, overwhelmed feels like, first of all, I mean, some people it brings on panic. Like they literally feel like they panic can't breathe attacks, or yes. they feel like all yeah. this pressure on their chest. Right. Uh, maybe they aren't able to eat or maybe they need, they're using food for comfort. Maybe... Um, they're, they're struggling with focus, concentration, making decisions, regulating their emotions. And that's where we're getting the anger and we're projecting that anger on maybe people in our lives that don't deserve that anger. Yeah. Um, and so then that we feel guilt or shame or embarrassment. Long term, we're talking depression. Um, I just had a conversation with another professional, you know, the suicide um, thought, think thoughts of suicide are super high and have continued to increase. Which, since you bring it up, because I want to do it every time you bring yes. that up, I want to give the national number for suicide prevention. Uh, and and in, if you're in the Tampa Bay area, you can dial 211. That's yes. the best resource. But nationally, the number is 1-800-273-8255. If you're having thoughts like that, or you know somebody that is, it, the number is again is 1-800-273-8255. And, uh, you know, step in. Uh, be a voice. Help yes. somebody. Yes. Don't ignore the signs you perhaps are feeling or seeing. Yes. I mean, I have, you know, it just has continued to keep increasing. And I haven't seen that level even level off at this point And just the people I have experience working with. And it's hopelessness. It's, it's hopelessness. coming back. That's to what that. happens when yes. you do not feel safe. There you go. That's the word right there. I'm taking notes on what we're saying because, of course, we don't plan in advance. This, no, this is, is another one of those winged wing specials. specials. <laughs> That's right, right. So as it's coming out, as we're talking, so the safety is a root, isn't it? It's a very it is important. A root. It's a primary need we have as human beings. Primary need. Okay. I mean, outside of food, air, and water, safety is one of those next primary needs. Have you ever, well, you and I both have been through divorce, so have you been in a situation, some of you listeners, where you felt like your marriage or your uh, job, let's say, or your best friend, that relationship, whatever, was hanging by a thread? Yes. Right? Yes. And I think a lot of people feel that right now, whether it is their marriage or their job or their Or whatever it is that they health. made them feel safe or secure before pandemic, like that has been rattled. Here's one thing I've heard from people. It's what fear. If, what if I get sick and I have to have open heart surgery or I have to have some, something like that uh, and there's so much coronavirus in the hospitals, how is that, you know, I think there's a real fear out there about oh, health. If, any health. Any health issues. Yes. Right? Any health issues. And, and rightly so. Absolutely. Those are valid a concerns. Of, a lot of medical people, doctors and nurses have perished, have died in this virus. Sure. I mean, I've heard of many people that have pushed off surgeries because they just, they're afraid. They don't want to do it alone. Right. And they don't, they don't know what's going to happen if they go do it now. Like, well, will that, what will I be exposing myself to? Uh, somebody was telling me today uh, that this person they know works in an ER and that the ER is just there's nobody there. People are not going. Right. Uh, another person was was saying that at car insurance, people aren't in accidents because nobody's driving. So they're laying off people like crazy. They don't need claims people. They don't need because there's not a lot of driving. Now, in Tampa Bay, we're beginning to see it again now. Sure. But, but for a while, but for you're a right. While, it was, it was like, ghost town. It was. It was the craziest it thing It was literally world. like driving on Christmas morning every day. Exactly. Yeah. And it was bizarre. It felt weird, you know. Sure. And, and now it's beginning to be a little more normal, but it's still not back to what where we're sitting in lines of traffic for long periods of time. It's not like that. Sure. No, it, it's not. And so... 
our our safety has been threatened, is continuing to be threatened in almost every domain of, you know, we have from our physical health to our emotional health to our financial health to, you know, our socio-political, like, j- fairness and justice are even being Let's talk about threatened. sleep. How is this affecting people's sleep? Wow. So when you are dealing with, like we're dealing with this chronic stress, these events that continue to can happen, well, of course, we're not going to be able to, it disrupts our sleep. It disrupts our ability to fall asleep and to stay asleep or to get quality sleep. Okay. And all kinds of things may be disrupting it. Maybe, you know, the fear or the anxiety that's going through your mind. You're paying bills in your head and wondering how you're going to pay it. Or it could just be physiological. I've heard of many people, like, literally waking up and panic. Yeah, I have too. I've heard of people like Mm -hmm. that too. And waking up and uh, they're just, or they're having terrible nightmares. Yes. Nightmares that don't make any sense and they aren't reality, but it's obviously in their subconscious that they're stressed and worried, right? Very stressed and worried. I've heard people feel like they're in prison. Um, I have um, some patients that are um, immune compromised, so they have still continued to keep themselves and they're like, I just might as well be in prison. Like, I can't do anything. I can't see anyone. I'm just locked into this small apartment all day, every day. Yeah, I think it's having its toll on a lot of people. Um, and gosh, what do we do about it? I guess that these let's give them some suggestions. One thing is don't stay locked in your apartment all day, every day, forever. You really need to get out into the fresh air. To yes. walk, take a walk in the park. Wear your mask. Practice social distancing. Those are still good things to do at, with with me and you, with your Jeep. I, I mean, I've had the top down a lot on beautiful days and just driving around just to get out of the house, go drive down by the water, even though we couldn't even approach the beach and get on the sand. It was still nice to just drive up and down the causeway or drive, just drive with the sun out, you know, and right. just feel, get out of the house was the main, the main thing, right? How important is that in this battle that we're coping with change? That's huge. And that's huge to our mental health. You know, I've been running the tagline, being kind to your mind. And that's one of those big things that we can do that's kind to our mind is getting out, getting out in nature, uh, getting that vitamin D from the sun, like just having that fresh air. If it's going for a walk, if it's going to a park, if it's doing it by yourself, it doesn't matter. It's it's getting out in nature. Nature is very healing and helpful. and part of it is we can't control all of this that's going on around us, but we can we do have control and and within ourselves. And so we can get help if right. we're at that overwhelmed and we just can't even sort this and put it back together, which is another symptom of chronic stress. We don't have good focus, concentration. We we can't remember things. I, I had someone telling me, you know, that they, they're losing their keys 15 and 20 times a day. And like, this has never happened I to them before. I have a hook on the wall for that. <laughs> that's my suggestion, by the right. way. But that's because memory gets, we, we lose that ability to tap into that logical memory when we're overwhelmed and overstressed. And so... That's right. We got too many things like on the top of our head and we right. can't think. Okay. So we just talked about get out. Okay, get out. Get out. Here's another one I'm throwing at you. Reach out. Reach out. Yes. You know, and I, I know we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I hate the term social distancing. We need to be socially connected. Socially, we have to connect. Okay. We need to reach out and connect. We need to be physically the distant. The phone works. And, yes, and, and it dials in and out. Like, they dial both ways. Right. And for some people who only communicate by texting, you really need Mm-mm. to hear other people's voices, right? Yes, you do need to hear other people's voices. Um, and if you can't be physically close to someone, like, having those video calls or at least a voice audio phone call is really important. You need to reach out. We still need each other to know that we're there for each other, that we can hear each other, that um, that we're not alone. And the third one that came to me a minute ago, get out, reach out. And the third one that came was help out. Help out. That's a great one. And you know what? There's so many needs and there's so many ways that we can help. Um, and getting involved and like and that's what we're seeing in protesting that's a that's a help out that is a help out and they are they're getting involved and their their voices are being you know protesting voice they're being heard and so that's a getting out 
Um, and get, and there's so many other ways we can get out. I've heard commentators say as they walk, and some of these commentators walk with these protesters for hours, okay, in these big cities. And they're seeing people help somebody who is walking slow or, uh, you know, just just doing things. I heard, I heard a lady say yesterday as she was being interviewed that walking all these days that she's been walking, there's never been a day that people haven't offered her a sandwich, a, a cold a bottle of water. People are arriving with their coolers. They're feeding people. That's helping out. That's I mean, really helping out, right? And the kindness, and I, I get—that's the word. That's, you know what? That is the word that's been on my heart a lot in the last couple of weeks. The kindness. I think that when we see an atrocity like we saw with this murder of of George Floyd. We don't see any kindness in what happened there, right? No, and it's easy for us to feel like everything's bad. The whole world is but bad. And that's where that hopelessness is yes, coming from. right. But it's not. There's a lot of great There's people a lot of out there. Great. And make your voice heard in a positive, kind way. Right. And so I'm going to give another out for Are you. you. Your okay. fourth out is going to be shut out. And it's shutting out oh, the I negativity. Like it's yes. shutting out uh, if it's social media, if it's shutting out the news, if it, it's shutting sure. out the things that cause us to increase our fear and anxiety. Like, shut it out. Yes. We have to, like, do damage control at this point. You know, so, like, if you touch a burner, like, your hand gets burned, right? So we know that if we touch a hot burner, we're going to get burned. Sure. Well, so we know that if we keep feeding this negativity, it's going to give us more anxiety, more depression, right. more difficulties, right? So shutting it out would be like taking our hand off that hot burner. But what we're doing is we're just keeping our hand on that burner while it's burning our flesh. Exactly. And we're complaining that our flesh is burning. Well, we have this power. Shut it out. I'm going to give you a fifth one. Go for it. Give out. Ooh, I like that. Give out of your lack. Give out of your uh, deficit. Yes. You need you need to talk to somebody. You call somebody because they probably need to talk to you. Yes. You you think you're you lacking finances and God lays it on your heart to give somebody a hundred dollars? Give out. Give out. You know, and there's been a lot of um, local efforts I've heard of people cleaning through their closets and and donating to others. Yeah, and I've like, been doing some of that, and I, I need to do more of that because I have way too much. Right. Sure. When you when you think about those that don't you realize we are very blessed. We are blessed and we can give out and the things that are causing us more stress, the clutter in our life, which adds to it, like we that's our control. We can use that that's causing us stress to help relieve stress and, and others around us that have need. And so it, that's a win-win. And anytime we can do a win-win, that's just so awesome. It's so funny how these have just come to us, right? It really has. Okay, I got number six. Let's okay. see if you can come up with number seven. <laughs> Stay out. Okay, stay out. Stay out. Stay out of those situations that are going to cause you problems. Yes. Stay out of listening to people's negativity. Yes. Stay out. If it means stay off of Twitter or whatever, stay out of trouble. I know that, you know, that's a great one, the staying out, because, I mean, I must have had at least a dozen conversations this week with people um, hearing like social media messages from their loved ones and they're really bothering them. I'm like, you know, you can take a 30 day vacation from seeing that person's posts so that you don't have to feel that way. There's a button in in social media that allows you to not see someone's post with, with still being their friend. Or maybe you just turn off your social media for right now. But yeah, stay out. Stay out. You've got to come up with number seven. Oh my gosh, you really put me on a spot I on know. a Thursday night. I'm going to repeat so them. Tired. I'm going to repeat them all to you okay. right now. Number one was get out. So you want to tell everybody what that yep. was? Again? Get out. Get outside. Go into nature. Get out and do those things that help you feel better. That was number one. The second one was reach out. Yes, reach out to someone. Talk to people. Call them. Reach out. Okay. Third one was help out. Yes. Get out there and help out. Shut out. Number four. Yep. Shut out the negativity, the media, the social media. Shut it out. Okay. Uh, Number five was give out. Yeah. Give out of what we have. We can give to others and looking for ways that we can, what we can give from our resources we have. Number six was stay out. 
Yeah. So staying out of things that are feeding more anxiety, depression, hurting us, like stay out of it. Yeah. Drama. Well, there's six. We may come up with more (laughs) next week. I don't know. The out group. I don't know. We're out here. So, uh, but, you know, these are good suggestions. What we want to do on Glow Yard always is give people things they can take away and go do. Yes, absolutely. Because that's what we're trying to do is give our listeners those great practical tools to help them get through and get through well. And so life is hard. These are hard times. um, And we got... We are stronger when we do it together. Right. We are, you know, we're all going through it, but a different, we're all experiencing different things right now. And so we need to be stronger together. And that means we need to connect. That means we need to reach out. That means we need to, you know, give out. We need to do all of our outs to help I us. I just got the seventh one. Did you? Okay, go for it. Move out of your comfort zone. That's a great one. Wow, I am so impressed. You are just on it tonight. I'm on it. I'm, I'm on jealous. It. So are you. You're on it too. So moving out, yes, of our comfort zone. Moving, we are going to have to get creative, do things differently than we've right. ever had to do it. But we can still do things. Number one, if you want to write them down, get out. Number two, reach out. Number three, help out. Number four, shut out. Five, give out. Six, stay out. No, seven, move out of everything that's comfortable for you and do something new. Do something new. This new series is called Coping with Change, and that was part one. And I was another wing at special. Tell them what that means. <laughs> that means, yeah. That means that we had about 30 seconds of uh, prep that said, what do you want to do? Let's talk about this. And then it all just comes to us as we It really here. does. And, so, and, and honestly, that's God, because God's moving and, and giving people what they need. And it's been an amazing show. So... It's cool. We love doing really this. Is. So, uh, so this has been on Facebook tonight. So get a hold of it. It'll be on your page, my page, uh, Go Yards page. Yes, all three. I have. I posted it, and I haven't. I'll put it on Go Yards page later. Yes. Okay. So then go there and share it, please, in Facebook. <clears throat> we also do uh, a Facebook post on Sunday mornings, a little before eleven on mine. Go and check those out too. Share them. And your final word, Dr. Angel. My final word is let's get grow stronger together. Re, let's practice those outs and let's be kind to our mind. All right. Okay, we'll see you next week. This has been Dr. Angel and Mama Mac and Go Yard. See you next week. God bless you. Good night. WTAN Clearwater FM 106.1 WDCF Dade City FM 102.3 WZHR Zephyr Hills FM 104.3 Listen.